I'm here with Andy Bell and Petros Lekos, and we're talking about community treatment orders. What are community treatment orders, Andy? So community treatment orders were introduced in 2007 as part of the uh, act that amended the Mental Health Act uh, 10 years ago now. Uh, and they're really a form of extending coercion beyond the time someone's in hospital. Uh, so a person remains under section, but they're at home. Uh, and it means that uh, there is a power on the part of clinicians to, to uh, call someone back to hospital if, if need be. Uh, and, and we found that, that, that uh, they're often experienced as quite coercive, but they can also, for some people, allow them to go home and leave the environment of a hospital in a relatively safe and boundaried way. And we've blogged about them a fair bit on the mental health over the last sort of six or seven years. The Octet trial was a good RCT of this. There seems to be very little evidence for the effectiveness of CTOs. That's right. We, we looked at all the evidence we could find as part of the Mental Health Act review and came to the conclusion that, that there's certainly no evidence that they achieved the ends that they were set out to achieve of, for example, reducing readmissions to hospital. There is some qualitative evidence from some people, and there was certainly some in, in the survey and in the, the conversations we had through the review, that some people find them helpful, and indeed many professionals find them helpful as part of a range of, of options. Um, but, but the evidence that they work is extremely limited, let's put it that way. Petros, give us your perspective as a clinician. Um, how do these work in practice and how are they viewed by you and your colleagues? I think it's um, uh, often discussed in, uh, on the ground that they're used a lot more often than perhaps uh, we're intending to. And that definitely tells us that um, uh, understanding the criteria around using them and perhaps looking at which, which population they will benefit, it, it's definitely a way forward. I think we see far far too many detentions, often very short, so not enough time to actually see whether they actually uh, make any difference to, to individual patients. Um, clinicians on the ground often feel that people who have a significant risk when they become unwell and uh, that is coupled with lack of insight sometimes benefit from the structure. I appreciate there's a lot of discussion around coercion. Some people like to think of it as scaffolding that perhaps helps people uh, achieve some, some longer period of stability out of hospital uh, with a question about whether they would actually be allowed out of hospital if the CTOs didn't exist. However, definitely uh, a lot more thought needs to be given on how we use them and uh, we welcome all the discussion from the review. And do you think clinicians are using CTOs because it's the only option available to them? I think there's, there's something to be said about how sometimes people feel that this is um, one of the limited options because of lack of resources. Uh, anecdotal discussions I've had with colleagues over the last few days, preparation for this discussion, suggested that housing sometimes requests people are put on CTO so that they have this type of uh, um, support um, available. Um, so I think there's a lot really to, to understand uh, in terms of what other resources we make to, available to people apart from just relying on the CTO and the coercion, really. So Andy, what next? So the Mental Health Act review came to the conclusion that CTOs really need to be reduced. We need to narrow the criteria for the use of CTOs so that they're not done quite so readily, that there is real proof that a person would really need it and benefit from it, that there are much tighter rules about the conditions that you can be put on and more powers for tribunals to, to limit what, what uh, limitations can be put on a person's freedom. 
and also for it to be easier to end a CTO so that it doesn't become something you get trapped in. So I think there was a really significant set of proposals made about really limiting them and making sure that they are only used when they're absolutely going to be beneficial and indeed to make sure that you keep reviewing them and that people have more rights more access to advocacy for example for someone who's not in hospital which is often really difficult at the moment because it's all based in buildings uh, so we really do need to make sure we've got a much stronger system of protections for individuals uh, and, and we really must be absolutely clear that CTOs are not an alternative to or a passport to good community mental health support we need good services there for everyone and CTOs when they're needed as a little bit of extra scaffold. Anything to add, Petros? I wanted to say that there's been recent research from our trust, which is about to be published, where they actually looked at uh, seven years' worth of data. We actually have a high percentage of people on CTOs, and the, the conclusion has been that often people who are on a CTO end up spending a lot longer in hospital when they get recalled, and also that um, for the people that uh, reduction of hospitalization was achieved, these were only people who had been on a CTO more than one time. So definitely there's a lot more we need to look at before we can really either discredit them and put them aside or decide how we're going to use them. Mm-hmm.